0: 5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 till 9 on Adelaide's 5AA. 17 minutes after 8, the Australian Council on Children in the Media say they've received an increasing number of complaints from parents outraged by the use of confronting images to promote horror and violent movies. They point to things like Stephen King's It, the sequel of which, I think is the sequel, has just come out and there's lots of clown with blood on its face type uh, posters around the place. Uh, Annabelle is another one too, which I'm not familiar with the the horror movie, but I know. Isn't that s- Chucky's
1: sister or something? Yeah,
0: it's something. there's a doll on the on the um, on the advertising, which always scares the hell out of me. There's something about dolls. I never, as a kid, I always used to f- watch Chucky when I was about six, and I've never. So recovered. Well, you got to you got to just switch the switch to, to evil. Well, switch it back to good. That's what you do. Is that what you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I anything that needs a switch from good or evil scares the. <laughs> Living gripes out of me. So, anyway, uh, it's a serious issue that's been considered by the Australian Council on Children in the media. One of the other places they say they, they that people have been making complaints is on like signboards at AFL games. Presumably, I'm guessing the electronic signboards. Maybe does it flick through to horror? Anyway, if you've yeah, seen the only po-
1: horror I can remember Adelaide Oval this year was that Collingwood
0: game. No, that was can, terrible. No, is that the only one? Is it? Well, I've a, a few more than like- that. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Michael Cargreg is an uh, adolescent psychologist and uh, joins us on the line now. Uh, Doctor, good morning to you. How harmful, morning, can, um, how harmful can just seeing, for a moment, advertising like this be to a, a young person?
2: Oh, you've got to understand that little children are incredibly impressionable, and if they see an image like this that they don't understand, they tend to focus in on it and try and understand it, and what happens is they then tend to absorb more of it And the image almost becomes stuck in their mind like sort of flypaper. And Mm. um, the problem we have is not the advertising. It's where it is advertised. And if we had a society that cared for the mental health of our little children, we probably wouldn't put them on bus shelters and at the AFL.
1: Some of these images... Dr Gregg, is the problem mentally for little kids that they look like something that they associate with nice things the, the, you mm. know if you see a clown normally clowns are funny and happy or if you if certainly if you see a doll the doll's normally you know not got a pentagram drawn on its forehead and blood coming out of its eye sockets so it looks like something familiar and pleasant and then their little brains go hang on what's going on here
2: yeah and there's a particular fear of clowns called coulrophobia and we don't need more kids with a uh, phobia of clowns it's not helpful what your listeners have to understand is one in 7 of our primary school kids already have um significant anxiety so what we're doing is peppering their environment with things with with things that will trigger even more it's not sensible
0: one in 7 is yeah, that, is that, quite... has, it, has that recently reached that level, or do we suspect that's sort of the normal standard level for anxiety amongst children?
2: Kids Matter, which is the sort of government um, kids' mental health organisation, have put that figure out about four years ago, and it hasn't changed much. In my clinical practice, in my opinion, it's probably gone up a bit, added to with this new eco-anxiety where the kids think the world's going to end in 12 years. Um, is that so, Greta Thornburg's
1: you know, fault?
2: <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, but the, I guess the most important thing to do is just um, understand that what the um, Australian Council on Children in the Media are asking for is not unreasonable, okay. and we need to respond to the complaints that parents have made.
0: Dr Michael Carr-Greg, adolescent psychologist, thanks for your time. I remember when I was about
1: four, we had this really weird... <laughs> <laughs> it got embarrassing, actually. When we moved from O'Sullivan's Beach to Mitchell Park and mum and dad got the vacant block there and built the Jennings dream home, first day we moved into the house, I walked into the kitchen and I was like four years old and I just turned around and I went, my God, and I just ran out. And mum and dad are going, what the hell's wrong with him? Yeah. I would not go into the kitchen and I was so hysterical and worked up about it that I couldn't even explain what I'd just seen. So you know that sort of laminate fake... Wood grain that used to pop up on yeah, kitchens yeah. in the nineteen seventies. Well, could
0: you see an image in
1: it? Could you? It, there was this melting face in uh, the grain. It looked like it lo- almost looked like Edvard Munch's The Scream. <laughs> oh, it was really? this long melting face with eyes and, and and hands on the side of the head. But it was just like the entire face had melted. Could you still see it? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. For, for, I, like, as an add-on, I'd see it there. You know, there's the you can there's it. The, the 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 you know the. The cupboard of the cupboard of death, but it was. It took my parents about a week to convince me to even enter the kitchen. And I was just from. I'd totally forgotten
0: about it, and just reminded of it then talking to Doctor Carr, Greg because kids' brains do weird. Oh yeah, things. well I literally did watch Chucky when I was being babysat by someone when I was in reception or about that age, and I couldn't <laughs> go. I couldn't go in. Where, where did the Goodingses find their babysitters? Yes. It was our good family friends actually? Um, and I couldn't go into a department store for years. Like I could just dummies scared the hell out of me.
1: Our son Sam has just turned four. He's got this thing. He, he's convinced that there's a green emu somewhere in the house. A green emu? The grand the green emu. And sometimes you say, Oh, I just saw the green emu and it just
0: becomes this thing, we've got to go and check the house for green emus. What, what scared you as a kid, folks? Eight double two three double o double. Was there some sort of lasting image that stuck in your brain? I love the babysitter making you watch Charles child's <laughs> yeah. I like, oh, Sadly, Apocalypse Now is not on. We might yeah. watch this instead. I don't think Mum they were particularly popular with the folks after that. Anyway, <laughs> to this day, to this day, I would not watch that movie. It's like it scarred me for Seriously? life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's as stupid as it is. I absolutely would not. Uh...
2: This is a cast recommends. Every week, we pick one of our favorite shows, and this is one we think you're gonna love. Let's get real. Have you ever wondered why adults are so obsessed with Disney? I'm theme park journalist Carly Wiesel and on my new podcast, Very Amusing, I'm discussing every story, secret, and shenanigan I know to bring you an inside look at what's really going on there from secret spaces like Disneyland's private $15,000 dinner to surprising celebrity hot takes we're covering all of your curiosities subscribe to Very Amusing with Carly Wiesel now on Apple Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts Acast is home to the biggest podcasts from the US and around the world subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via Acast or wherever you get your podcasts